Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to TLR episode 57. We are a few days shy of Christmas. I cannot believe that the holidays are here. That's why I'm sitting in front of, you can't really see it, in front of my tree. I, I can figured, see it. It looks beautiful. I love your background. Thank you. I figured I'd, I'd move my, my whole studio set up right in front of my tree just for you, Isa. And the chat, of course. It's because but, I put one up, so you were like, here's I'm Grinch mode. <laughs> but it looks amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, episode 57, we're about to close out. The, it's crazy how this year has just flown by. Like, crazy. But as yeah, always. Next week, next yeah. week, I want to do a recap of the craziest pop culture news this year. Yeah, and there's been a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's been a lot. But uh, as always, uh, Joey Carney and Issa here, the Demon Diva. Uh, TLR, if you're new here, welcome. If you've been here, uh, welcome back. We appreciate your support. Uh, if you haven't yet, I'm sure you have already because we're 57 episodes in. Hit that subscribe button down below. All cool Know Your News stuff on this channel. Obviously, we are, you know, top tier. There are other top tier podcasts as well, but TLR is just... They're not us. I'm trying to be humble, Isa, you know what I mean? We don't do that around here. <laughs> uh, TLR is the one. That's we'll Acknowledge us. We'll put that. Uh, yeah, so if you're just following in episode 57, we have a few uh, fun topics for you guys today. Uh the first one I want to start talking about is actually it's 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 actually really funny because we talked about last week how Amanda Bynes is starting a podcast. Remember we talked about that? I don't know if that's yeah. exactly what we talked about, but we got into her starting a podcast. Uh she a couple days after that podcast, she then decided she's canceling the podcast. She's no longer doing the podcast because she cannot get guests like Drake and Post Malone, and she can't get big-time guests. So if she can't get big-time guests, she's not doing a podcast. Yeah, I don't think that's how it works. Is she not that interesting? It gets better. It gets better. (laughs) I think maybe a few hours later or like a few days, I don't even know what it was, she came back and she's like, okay, so I'm not going to cancel the podcast. I talked to some friends. They said I have to get a few episodes in and uh, then maybe I can get those kind of guests, but it's a work in progress. And she goes, our next guest is uh, is going to be on Friday. The, the podcast heaven sent us our guest. She, she hyped it up and she's like, it's the manager of this shoe store in L.A., No way! No way! She's interviewing <laughs> some guy who runs like a shoe store in Los Angeles. I don't know who it is. I was flabbergasted, and I never use that word because it's a weird word. But like, she canceled it, and then she uncanceled it, and she's like, "I want Post Malone and Drake," and then she gets a guy from a shoe store, and she's all over. I have a short attention span too, but. But this doesn't make any sense. Like, I think that if you add guests and interviews 
to your podcast, that's a great idea. But I think you also have to be able to rely on yourself because things fall apart, guests fall apart. And if you start getting people used that you're going to have a big guest every week, that's what they expect. So they're going to not like it. But that's like, well, there's a stat out there. Sorry about the music. But there's a stat out there that says that, like, I think it's like 98% of people that start a podcast, like, quit it. Or a YouTube In the channel. first month or so. Yeah. And maybe, like Joseph is saying in the chat, maybe her short attention span, maybe she didn't have a structure. Maybe she was still, hey, I'm just going to. Because a lot of people do it because of name value, because they have name value. So they decide to start without knowing what they're going to talk about and what they're going to do. They're not like us little people that have to start from nothing. I have to figure out how am I going to grow this platform, <laughs> whether it's a podcast, whether it's a YouTube, you know? And yeah you have to structure and plan ahead this is i I feel like she went into it without knowing what she was going to talk about i just feel like i i personally feel like because of her mental state and we've talked about before how she's on a conservatorship maybe someone who's in charge of her was like you're so much like gossip around your name why don't we put you on camera for a podcast and maybe build a business off of a podcast and that's honestly what I feel like what happened. I don't think that she's like, hey, I want to do a podcast. Like, I'm Amanda Bynes. Like, Remember when Drake went on that little nobody's podcast too and that made her huge? Which one? Oh, so yes. Yes. The they girl, were like laying in like bed Nobody together. even knew who she was. And, and he, I guess he listened to one and liked it and, and went on her podcast yes. and she became huge after that. She was, like, they were laying Drake in bed is together. the name, like yeah, Drake is the name. Because remember when he went on Ninja Streams and everybody yeah. learned who Ninja was after that? Like it's crazy how having that one guest can really make someone. But you know how it is to interview people and 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 do a show and have a show. How would you feel if you were lined up to be a guest on somebody's show, and then they then the host came out and said? We're canceling the show because we can't get good names. Well, how would you feel? I don't know. I don't would you know. be like, I'm not going on that show? Or would you be like, oh, I got I gotta I committed, I gotta go. I wouldn't go. Yeah, like okay, I thought you were canceling my bad. I made plans. I gotta wash yeah. my hair. But she she made social media video like she first off. Amanda Bynes needs to learn how to do social media because she's... She's never uh, known how to do social media, ever. Her videos are so weird. She, like, presses record and starts talking, like, five seconds I hate when people do that. I hate, You know what else I hate? Post back and random. But I hate when people screen record, and you can tell us a screen record that, like, trim it. Trim yep. it. Crop yep. it. Okay? Yeah. Like, you have the ability to make it look like the video came from you. Oh, yeah. my God. When you see the end screen at the end, oh, I know it's, I know yep. it's stupid. But yeah, the record, like you can crop it, crop it after you save it, crop the first 30 yeah. seconds. We all do it because we all depend on, especially when you're by yourself, you depend on a tripod. You do have the the three seconds of setting it up, standing in place. Yeah, you, uh, you can set the timer. Just crop it. Just crop it. Yeah. Or crop it. You can trim it, trim it, trim, crop, trim, crop. They're your best friends. Yep. And then she finishes the video and she's like, yes. Oh, like, that's just, like, that's just how like, bad I said it. Yeah, I'm that's like, as bad as the, I'm going to wait on some people to get in here when somebody starts a live. Yeah. Like, I'm going to wait on some people to, and they just sit in there quiet, like yeah. texting or something else. And it's just like, you are live. Like, I always tell people, like, get that stream starting soon screen. Yep. You know what I mean? Allow people. But once your face is up there, you should be ready to say what you need to say or entertain. Like, oh yeah. my God, you are, you will lose me in two seconds if I join your live and you're like, <laughs> 
all right, well, let me get on more people to get in here. I'm like, no, nah, I don't have time for that. Get out immediately. <laughs> you know, when I first started uh, making wrestling content, it was during the pandemic. And uh, I was like, it's very difficult if I'm one person to like have my camera here and stand over here to film a video, you know? So I bought one of those Bluetooth uh, those the best, wireless the uh, best thing. things you could, the, the little buttons that you can click and it starts recording and then you can click it again to, to turn off, like to turn off the recording. And if you're f- far away from your phone, it's not rocket science, but like this is Amanda Bynes. I use it. I use it at WWE Junket Days because yeah. I'm typically on my own. I used to go on my own. Now, sometimes they send me with a cameraman. Lucky me, you know, we upgraded at Lucha Libre Line, but... I used to go on my own. So I will set up yeah. a tripod. I will record with the selfie camera. And if There's you look at my old it. interviews, you see me with the clicker in my hand because these people don't have time to wait for you to go start, set it up, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like you, you've been there. Like those interviews go bam, bam. And if you didn't get it, you're not going to get a second chance. So I always have. A lot of them come with your own little ring lights or like you don't have to buy them. Some of them, the ring lights and other things will come yep. with them. Yes. A lot of like, that is such a good investment. Yeah. And it's like little little tools and tips like that, that can help you be a better creator. You know what I mean? And I feel like someone like Amanda Bynes, who, by the way, in the nineties had the best show ever, the Amanda show. If you didn't watch the Amanda show on Nickelodeon, I mean, what were you doing on all that? But she's kind of like just starting and I don't know who's guiding her. That would be my question because we all made certain mistakes. Like I, I want to go back and like take off all of my old videos, but I won't do it because it shows the growth. But yeah. there's one video that I, I can clearly, you can clearly tell that I'm like looking up my references the whole time. Like, I feel like you also learn and she's made, she might just be yeah. getting started. But I feel like when you're that big of a name, you either like consult someone, like get a consulting or someone that can tell you, okay, you should change this. It's just little things. They make a difference. But not, not to like go in on Amanda Bynes, but like, you know, part of, part of being on camera is the i would i kind of want to say like the acting part you know what i mean like the the persona and from someone like her who was at one point one of the biggest names out there on tv and even i i think in movies too like amanda Bynes, like she has the acting skills she has all of the tools so she goes on social media to make a video which is kind of like what she was doing for her job and yeah, but she's trying to be herself, and a lot of times these people don't have the yeah. personality she's also been that you the can. ringer. So yeah, but like even even I've seen it happen with like there are so many wrestlers or like whatever that you see, and yeah. when you meet them as a person, they're completely different than the character that you're seeing on TV, and that shocks you. And, and it yeah. happens with actors too, you know. I think she's just trying to give us the real her because if she starts seeing a little too rehearsed or a little too perfect, I know that's not gonna be her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, her video last week talking about her eyelid surgery was a whole lot better, and it was because she was just being authentic. Like it was her. Her. Like she was just telling her story in a sense. So I guess that's kind of what the issue is there is just it kind of feels like rehearsed for her. Because if you go back and watch the video and I, I encourage the chat to go look at her, like look up Amanda. I think she's Amanda B on TikTok. Yeah, it seems very rehearsed. Like she's very like still and she sounds like she's just reading a script. No head movement. No, nothing. She's just like we ha- decided to cancel the podcast. And blah, blah, blah. Like, it's very like very odd. 
for whatever it's worth, allegedly the podcast is doing well on Spotify numbers wise. I wouldn't doubt because people haven't heard from her or seen her in so long. And she was, she, she was, when I was growing up, I remember she was all the guys crush and all the girls wanted to have like a personality like her. Cause she was just, she was so cool. And like, she was a pretty girl that could be cool and hang with the guys. You know what I mean? Like she was like the, right. every, I don't know. I don't know how you describe She it. was the perfect casting for that soccer movie where they made yeah. her, which she aged horribly if you watch it now, but they made her into a boy because she was like, the cool she's, chick she's that can man or she's the, she's the, she's the man yeah, yeah and i can i can relate to that because all of my friends are dudes <laughs> i don't know you just you saw her on like red carpets and she was glammed up and really really pretty and then in movies she played these funky weird funny characters and it was like wow like she's she's the full package you know so i don't know growing up i always i always loved her i always i always watched uh all that and Watched her rise. You ever, you ever see the movie Big Fat Liar with her and Frank? Yeah, yeah it's good. it was cute. Yeah, I love that movie too. Um, but we're on the the topic of nostalgia. Uh, we might as well just stick with that topic of nostalgia. Uh, George Clooney. Oh my God, this headline sent me. Yeah. Sent me. I'm like looking for news for us and I just saw George Clooney said there's not enough drugs and I'm like, where are we going with this? Yeah. <laughs> He refuses, I guess, to be the Batman again. The Batman, yeah, he did the that. Commercial that he did, right? Correct. He did the appearance for the nostalgia factor in the Flash movie, um, but he said that there's not even a drug in the world that could get him to play this character yeah. again. And um, it, it's crazy to me because, like, I haven't seen the Flash. I refuse to. I think the reason. For me, it's because I feel like Spider-Man did it so recently, bring back all the Spider-Mans. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so George Clooney said there's not enough drugs in the world for me to go back and actually play Bruce Wayne in like a full-time basis. Like he did yeah. the appearance, that's all good, but he says he never wants to play Batman again. I'm scrolling through the article to see if there's like an explanation of why he wouldn't want to play him. I have a gut feeling on it. Um I kind of oh feel God, like they made him wear rubber nipples to play the Batman. That's why. Well, he talks about the rubber nipples <laughs> in this article. I just <laughs> have a feeling that because so George Clooney is one of those one. It, it's it's very hard to explain, but you'll understand what I'm saying. He's okay. one of those classic actors where yeah, he's very he's exclusive. Batman. He's not Batman. He's exclusive where he doesn't do if if he decides to do a movie it's a big movie. If he decides yeah. to do anything it's it's big. It, he doesn't just do any Joe Schmo thing, right? Um and I feel like at this stage in his career he's still one of those beloved actors in Hollywood. If he were to reprise his role as Batman, the society that we live in today, I think he is scared of to be honest. I think that he would feel the negative reaction from being older and being Batman and not being as good as he once was in the role. I think there's so many factors that society, according society to the article, he like, hated his original performance period. Like he says yeah. he was really bad in it. So he, if he's already unsatisfied with how he played him originally being younger, you know, years back, yeah. I would agree with you in that statement. I personally, I like to picture my George Clooney. <laughs> 
in an Ocean's Eleven style role. Like I don't see yes. superhero style like mafia yeah. playing a big smart guy or a big boss or a CEO. That's my George Clooney. Like yeah. it's it's like really funny because we all have our favorite actors, but if you have to put him in a category, I I love George Clooney. Like yeah, he's up, he's above your average. Yeah. And After. I just wouldn't put him in superhero. And, and the Batman that he did was never a movie that interests me. I told you, I think Ocean, yeah. the Ocean's Eleven series is my favorite role that he's ever played. But yeah. um, to put him in a romantic comedy, he's so good at playing that because everybody, he's so mysterious. And he, I love George Clooney. But as yeah. the Batman, no, I, I just don't. And I know that he, I wasn't into it when he played yeah. it. It's just not where I would put him at. Him and like, Brad Pitt, that's another one that I don't put in superhero status. I wouldn't no. want to see Brad Pitt play a superhero. I want to see Brad Pitt in Fight Club. You know, like, yeah. that's what I want to see. So I feel like there are certain actors that are made for that. I think some of them broke them all, like Robert Downey Jr. He can play anything. You believe yeah. him? I remember Michael you B. Jordan. Him, yeah, you believe him at whatever, but I don't see him and automatically see Iron Man, and I think that's huge yeah. because that role ended up being so big. Yeah. But he can go and play other things and, you're, and it's not going to affect him. Like, he broke the mold when it came to that. Yeah. But George Clooney, I mean, I get it. He's very critical of his own performance, but I just wouldn't... I, I don't want to... I don't need to see him as the Batman anymore. So I'm with him. Yeah. No, I, I, I get it. I just... I don't know. I feel like today's society, like, they, they we find more of the negative than the positive in those type of things. Like, if a new movie came out, of like reprising a Batman, right? Yeah. We would find 10 things wrong with it and two things we liked about it. When they announced Robert Pattinson, there was more backlash that there was yeah. uh, that there was positivity. And I thought yeah. that I didn't like the movie. I thought it was too long. Different and, style, different style. And movie, I thought that right? he was a little bit of too much of an emo Batman for me. Believe yeah. it or not, my favorite Batman is Christian Bale, and that might be because I hold yeah. the Dark Knight up here. Like the Dark Knight is top three favorite movies of all time for me. So yeah. he's gonna be my favorite Batman because of that. But I, I, I didn't mind Robert for all the backlash when he got announced when I watched yeah. it. That wasn't he wasn't the reason why I didn't like the movie. So yeah. I was like, I don't think he did that bad of a job. Like, what was everybody all up in their feelings about? He was great. And I'm excited that he was able to escape the Twilight curse because most of them did it. And and yeah. Robert Pattinson, yeah, he was Edward Cullen, but he's done a lot of really cool things past that where some of these actors just disappear. Um, we but talked about that on the yeah, show. I feel, yeah, I feel like there's so many roles that are so iconic that regardless of who you put in these roles, you're go because of what you said, because people have these standards People are going, they're going to get criticized. Like when there are certain roles that when you accept them, you got to be ready for what's coming with it and then prove yeah. them wrong with your performance. I thought that the new Batman was a little too long and the plot took a little too long to get interesting for me. I think the pacing of the movie bothered me more than him yeah. playing Batman. I thought he did a fine job. Yeah. I don't mind the movie, but like in the back of my head, I'm like, why another new Batman? Like, how many Batman movies can we make? Because my the thing. superhero market got oversaturated to the point that people are not watching these movies anymore. And if you don't go back to a familiar superhero, that's always going to sell. Yeah. I didn't think that... Um, I didn't think that Spider-Man needed to be remade after Tobey Maguire. I thought Tobey Maguire killed it. Andrew, yeah. Andrew Garfield, I didn't even like him until the last Spider-Man with the little yeah. nostalgia. In a, in a short amount of time, like, I liked him. 
And yeah. Tom Holland, to me, he just looks like a kid. Like, if I see him trying to save me in New York, I'll be like, get out of my way. I save myself. You know <laughs> what, what you I doing mean? Gotta take care. <laughs> yeah, like, like, bro, go away. I got this, you know? But, like, there's it. But I get it, though. Yeah. I don't think they're selling Tom Holland to my demographic. Spider-Man movies are not for me, but I'm still a geek. I'm still going to yeah. watch them, you know? But for the demographic that they're going for, I do think that Tom Holland works. But... I, Tommy Maguire wasn't a big guy or anything, but I never no. felt like he looked like he was feeling shoes that he couldn't feel. Like I thought Toby was the perfect Spider-Man, and I yeah. I make that joke all the time. But every time I see Tom Holland, I said that's not my Spider-Man. Everybody, <laughs> everybody laughs. But I feel like we all have our Spider-Man depending on what era of yeah. Spidey you came up. But I feel like they keep remaking these movies because they know Spider-Man is always going to sell. Superman, Batman. You have classic superheroes that will always sell no matter what. Yeah. I think that Marvel, I think that what they did was incredible. But I also think that they broke the mold and oversaturated the superhero market. I remember yeah. waiting on these movies to come out like it was such a big event. Now I feel like there's a Marvel movie in the theaters every week and I can't keep up with it anymore. Yeah, it's, you know it's what difficult. I mean? And it started to get that way even towards Endgame. And I was trying yeah. to keep up with that. But I remember before Endgame, I'm like, okay, let me watch them in the order before Endgame. You know, just for the... For the sake of it, I think a lot of people did that. And when I saw the list of movies I had to watch, thank God it was like pandemic era. <laughs> I was like, okay, I got time, <laughs> you know. And they're making more. Lot, it's a lot of movies, and like, yeah. you 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 get the point. I think that making Batman, Spider Man, Superman, it's just a safe option for when things start falling apart because the last yeah. like three or four Marvel movies have done terrible. The Marvels did bad. Like there's so many movies that have done bad that I can see them reviving something that we've seen already soon. Because they're and I know why. Part. I know why. I think I know why those things are happening. It's it's exactly what you just said. It's they make it so difficult for the average viewer to keep up. So like of course you have those diehard superhero fans, the know everything. Fans who know everything, they've seen everything, they've read every comic book, they've been in every, you know, they've done everything, they know everything that happens. They'll go to every single premiere for these movies when they come out. But then you have people like me, for example, who, yes, do I like those movies? Absolutely. Do I know everything I about Superman and Batman and this and that and Spider Man? No, but I I know the average with the average viewer. So when you put on the Marvels, I don't know the in-depth stories of these characters. I'm very surface level with that stuff. Right. So for me, it's uninteresting. I liked, um, I give them props with, with Infinity Wars and Endgame. You could, I yeah. could sit down and show that movie to my parents and they would understand it without yeah. seeing any of the other movies. And I like that. I, I yeah. actually did that with my mom. We watched those and she loved them. And she's, trust me, far from like, you know, yeah. from that but now it doesn't feel that way i and i also like standalone movies that are gonna make sense and yeah. i hate that somebody will have to explain something to me like i yeah. i'm one of the rare people that like captain marvel the like the first one not this one but the first I like one the first i like i think yeah. like i think there was a need for outside of black widow like a, i liked it i know that people yeah. didn't like the choice of who they picked to play you know captain marvel but i love that movie and i yeah. but I watched it by song. I didn't know anything about her story, and I understood it. You know what yeah. I mean? And I haven't watched the Marvels, but based on what I'm hearing and the reviews that I'm seeing and all that, it just seems like it gets kind of like 
weird. Like it's not yeah. like the original one. So I don't blame him for not wanting to recreate that character. And I also feel like when these movies fall apart, the blame does get put on the actor instead of saying, hey, the studio is pumping out these movies too fast yep. or they're just caring about quantity over quality. You know, and I, and I think George Clooney probably also has thought about that. If I make the Batman and the Batman fails, it's going to fall on me. I was exactly. a crappy Batman and nobody wants It'll to see me again. What was his name? Oh, God. I can't, I can't even remember him. Was it Jay Leto with that horrible Joker that nobody wants to talk about because he played a terrible Joker in Suicide Squad? Yes, it was Jared Leto. You know, yeah. Jared, Jared Leto right. had... When he played the Joker, like, yeah. I, ha- I hate it. I still, I still talk crap about it. <laughs> did you hear about that jo- not Joker movie, the Jared Leto movie that he did? No, but he uh, has a cult. Do you hear about his cult? It's called uh, Mor- Morpheus, I think it's called. Oh, yeah. So- Morpheus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the superhero from that other. Was it a Spider-Man movie? I can't. Remember. Yeah. So they put the movie out in the theater, and yeah. it bombed. Like, did horrible. Nobody showed oh, watch it. Watch the reviews for it. Watch the they, couple of reviews on YouTube. You would die laughing. They took the movie out of the theaters, and then at a later date, re-premiered it, and, and the same thing happened. It flopped. He was one of the villains on the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies, Morpheus. And then they decided to give him their own movie. It's almost like Black Adam. Black Adam was always like a background character. And the yeah, Rock decided Adam we're going to make a failed for movie. other reasons. Cause... No, I agree. But yeah. what I mean is that at this point, they're just starting to give everybody that they managed to get a big name casted for it their own yeah. spin-off. And at some point, The Rock wanted to make Black Adam like the center of the... And he's like, no, you're not, bro. And you're like, Black Adam was always a background character. He was sort of and he's like, I'm going to do it myself. God. You're I not going to Furious? I'm going to do I, Hobbs and Shaw it, by myself. <laughs> I love him, but my God, I don't know what they were thinking with that yeah. one. <laughs> well, now Dwayne is selling credit cards, so I don't know if you've seen that. I saw that. I saw him Acorn holding a tree. Yeah, I think he was holding a tree or something in the commercial. Yeah. <laughs> oh man yeah, it's oh, uh yeah no i, I don't you know, know. if you really think about it that the the projects that these celebrities took on during the strike like to me it's crazy and i'm sorry maybe it's just me let me know people in the chat but i'm like don't you guys have enough money to take the year off that that the strike was going on do you really have to uh, maybe it's to keep their faces out there and stay relevant well look at John Cena. Like, he didn't have to come back you know yeah, but John Cena also does like drive back commercials, and you're like, "Why are you doing this? Like, do you need money, bro? Here you go. Like, what do you need? Set up a like, set up a GoFundMe or something. Is it he's in a trash bag. Yeah. He's in a trash bag commercial, and all of a sudden, he's like, buy a Honda. Yeah. <laughs> My God, when well, he pulled up, he a And I guess, I, I, do you really think John Cena drives a Honda Civic? I don't know. I have I get PTSD at this point because I hear him all over the place in different commercials, and I'm like WWE. Does, like yeah. that's not a WWE commercial. That's like a car. WWE. My brain's WWE all over the place. Yeah, because his voice, you can just yeah. tell, and he does a lot of that voiceover work. Yeah, but uh, staying on topic of Marvel, uh, let's talk about uh, a big topic that's really all over the place right now this one is heavy huh yeah uh jonathan majors dropped by marvel by the way sorry for my my lighting all of a sudden getting dark uh i'm in the wilderness here in new jersey where i actually think it still looks good for the right oh yeah okay yeah it's it's dark as hell here and it's only 3 30 so 
It's like really funny. So your background is so pretty. It almost looks like a green screen. You're too good at decorating. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, Jonathan Majors dropped by Marvel for this whole scandal that's going on. Um, first off, good call or bad call? Well, first off, do you know what happened? Uh, I I kind of read a little bit of the of the article that I sent you, yeah. but I mean, I am. I feel really weird about how today is, is more like guilty until found innocent instead of yes. innocent until proven guilty. But yes. this is a bit like this guy was convicted. Like, I think this is a good call. There is no denying that mm. what he's being accused of. I mean, it, he was found guilty by the law. You, can, you don't want to yeah. keep him around, you know? Listen, it's uh, it's happened a lot and put it in. And, and I, I hate to go here, but like putting it in WWE terms. Look back at the situation that happened with Enzo a few mm-hmm. years ago. He was guilty until proven innocent, and he was fired while holding a championship, and he was proven innocent. Right. And he, he lost his reputation. Well, you know? I, that's so, what I mean. Like, I'm very, very particular about, like, I don't want to say let me hear both sides of the story. And, yeah. But I'm very particular about, like, running in and making an opinion on something that's still ongoing. You know what I mean? Because it's just like uh, I don't, I don't know. But this guy got found guilty of two uh, charges, yeah, um, of harassment and abuse against his ex girlfriend. Yeah, I, I, there's not much to say about it. I, I think they made the the right call because if anything else were to come out or happen, and this movie's out, what do they take the movie? Take like they stop playing, like showing the movie. Like I don't know what you do in that situation where now it's a problem. You know, he becomes more of a of a, a liability than an asset, and you can't have liabilities in business. Unfortunately, it's, it's how it is. Yeah, so, I mean, there was right. a there was a little bit of a mess going on where she tried to say that she was the aggressor, and um, I have seen a lot of cases though of of the police being called in situations like this and both yeah. people being taken away. I, I I mean I don't know that it happens all the time, but I do feel because there's there are a lot of toxic relationships out there where yeah. people like act this way, and I think that was like I was watching a documentary on Eminem and Kim more now than is, ever to be honest. Yeah, that is the most toxic relationship in America. Eminem and Kim matters, and I was watching <laughs> a documentary on YouTube about it, and there was one instant in which the police came and took them both because they were both beating each other up yeah. that wasn't the case here like the case here is like him and his lawyers are trying to claim that she was the aggressor but you got found guilty and i i mean i would say it just makes me mad because other people are being let go we talked about the screen situation a couple of weeks ago where they let yeah. it go for for supporting a cause on her social media where you have people doing things like this. Like, it's crazy to me. But, you know, overall, I don't want to give him, like, the time of space, but I do think it was a good call by the studio. I mean, this is beyond an allegation. This is proven guilty. Yeah. And even if, and and we'll we'll kind of end it here, but even if the girlfriend did have some partner or she was the aggressor, well, guess what? She's not the one in a freaking Marvel film. So he, he, he's out in public. He's, in, in his big, you know, uh, films and and what he's he's the famous public figure. He's getting he's getting the rap. I love that you bring that up because I personally like I have a I have a temper, you know, Puerto yeah. Rican Latino woman. We I we kind of know for now, but I always have told people that one of the best things that I've done for myself 
not only with my temper, like when I get mad, I'm talking about anxiety, panic attacks, or yeah. I always like, you got to find your escape for when you feel like you're getting to that point, figure out the one thing that you need to go and do to kind of like center yourself again before you yeah. do something stupid. Because yep. I, I've only gotten like really mad a handful of times in my life. And I really just didn't like the way that I get, right? So I was like, I need to find, and unfortunately at first, like back in my 20s, it was like, I'm going to go out and smoke a cigarette. And it, it might it might be terrible for me, right? But it was the one thing that would keep me from saying something stupid, doing something stupid. I always tell yeah. people like, find what it is that centers you. If you need to go in a room, if you need to go in a dark room, if you need to put, put on some AirPods and listen to specific kind of music, if you need, yeah. walk, if you need to take a shower, like there's so many things that you can do that put yourself out of that situation before it escalates to something ugly. Agreed. Agreed. Rethink. Find, like, find the center. Find the center. Find that things that brings you that. Yeah. Again, kiss a dog. Oh, that one works 100% of the time. Yes. Pet a dog, kiss a dog, look at a dog, anything with a dog. If you're in a toxic situation, take off running until you find a dog, okay? <laughs> Just tell whoever has the dog, please let me pet your dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now I want to talk about... Uh, well, I mean, to talk about this topic, you may need to pet your dog because uh, we're at the main event of our show and we're talking about the breakup of Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny. It's promotion season, baby. I'm ready for my promotion, Benito. Call me. <laughs> promotion I love that you 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 made that reference. <laughs> I love that. I love that line on SmackDown and he kept I've saying I've been saying it. it ever since Friday. Instead of celebration of my promotion season, baby. <laughs> It's so, you know what? Like I give Roman Reigns so much credit. Not to go on a wrestling rant here, I give him so much credit because only wrestling fans would understand that reference. Like it is, yeah. we're it's we're going we're going to the Raw Rumble, WrestleMania season. It is promotion season, and to be in the ring with him is a promotion. So for him to just throw that out there, just like nonchalantly, like it's promotion season, baby. Like, I've been saying it ever since it's, it's stuck. I was like, oh, that's oh, a good man. one. And I think it's like one of those low-key good ones that you have to like be like, oh, that was really good. But yeah, yeah. I've, been, I've been saying it ever since Friday. You know <laughs> what? This may overtake my favorite line of his that he's used. And so far in his career, my favorite line or segment that he's been a part of is the uh, is the one where he's like uh, – John Cena, it's the same thing every oh, single yeah. night. It's like missionary every I single that. night. I that on my channel. That's this, a great line. This may be taking the cake on that one because I love that. I absolutely loved it. Yeah, am I frozen? Ricky said I think I'm you're frozen. frozen. Can you hear me? I can hear you, but I think you're frozen. Okay, let me, before we talk about what we're doing, let me exit and come back in. I think I need to refresh. No Give problem. Give me one second. At least you're frozen with a smile. I like it. Let me see if I could move somewhere so until she comes back. Yeah, so uh, I guess we could talk a little about wrestling here. Well, oh, she's back already. Damn, that was quick. Am I better? You are perfect. Oh, my God. I, I am watching the stream, and I see you doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I try to get in the frame, and I'm like, oh, damn, she's back so fast. <laughs> okay, perfect. Yeah, so, I think I'm good now. Honestly, Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny were my favorite couple of the whole year. And now because they, they weren't the last week they of the year. A couple. They never admitted to dating. They never admitted to being together. They were having fun. I told you this a couple of shows. Like we talked about this relationship for I a while. It, it was never made official thing. And if you ever listen to 
um, Bad Bunny's music in his lyrics. He he talks about her. He talks no, about his girls, but he also talks about not wanting to settle down, not wanting yeah. to get into anything serious. The new album has a song that says, I don't want to get married. That's literally the title. Yeah. So it's like Bad Bunny has always talked about. I mean, a lot of people speculated on what kind of relationship he had with his ex before Kendall, yeah. because Bad Bunny is all over the place, kissing people, kissing everybody. So I never saw them as a. I saw them as my favorite term in the whole wide world: adult friends. Well, I'll rephrase. Enjoying each other's company. I'll rephrase what I said: Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny are my favorite situationship of 2020. Thank you. Thank you. Your your favorite adult friends. Yeah. That uh, you know, that had a lot of fun together. You know what's going on, Joey, is that um it's promotion season, it's celebration season, and Baboni's missing that arroz, that pernil. He's missing that Puerto Rican good food. You know, this is that time of the year where we go all out for the food. So he just wanted to come home and eat yeah. some Puerto Rican. That's all. Well, Joseph says in the chat, it was nothing more than a publicity stunt, so Kendall could have a man for the season. But I don't think it was. I think he might have started that way, though. I think he might have started that way. I think he might have started that way. Yeah. And I think they ended up really becoming good friends. I'm not sure that she would want to settle down either. I don't understand why people have this necessity of labeling things. Like, why yeah. can't two adults just hang out, do what they do, enjoy each other's companies without it? Having to be their boyfriend, girlfriend, they're married, they're engaged. No, they're just hanging. Well, I have out. a conspiracy like, theory. Adults. Yeah, I have a conspiracy theory about why they are not having fun together anymore. Yeah, it's Kim Kardashian's fault. Kim is single. Chloe is single. I don't know about the rest of them. I think no. Kylie's not single, and, and, and Kylie's dating Kylie definitely. Longer. Yeah, I Kylie, think you think Kylie's they were a bad. Really I don't know because I feel like Kendall doesn't talk to them. Kendall right? has always because been such an outsider in that family. Herself. Yeah, I don't think that Kendall will listen to yeah. them if they try to like get in her ear about don't get a boyfriend right now or this and that. Even if you watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians, the only one that Kendall appears to be close with is Kylie, and we yeah. barely ever see them together anymore. Well, I, I always feel like Kendall does her own thing. My conspiracy is that Kim was like. You can only come to Christmas dinner if you're single because this is a single house. Chloe's coming for Christmas. She's single. You want to come for Christmas? You got to be single. <laughs> you, you know, come. I just feel like I don't know that they would have spent Christmas together now that I think about it. I know that he's, um, well, I don't know if he's doing it, but every year, the 23rd, he's, um, his charity does this big thing in the conversion yeah. center here in Puerto Rico, and they give out toys, and he always shows up surprised, like, surprised. We all kind of know he's going to be there, but he shows up, but they give away toys to the kids. So yeah. I personally think he's going to be here for the holidays. Yeah. However, I mean, these are the kind of people that have the kind of money to go celebrate with the Kardashians and then jump on a private flight and get to Puerto Rico. Or opposite, you can jump on your private flight and go to LA, see her, and come back. You know, like, I guess I don't, I don't think the way that they would think because I don't think that that will stop them from seeing each other. But I'm pretty sure that, I, like I said, he's always here on that Christmas, the 23rd and yeah. 24 when they do that drive. He's always, he's here for the kids, man. But here's another conspiracy. You know, you mentioned that it was never confirmed that they were together. They were official, right? Mm-hmm. Has it been confirmed that they're not having fun? I mean, People Magazine is the one that reported it. I actually do find People Magazine reliable. 
Like maybe they just went their separate ways for the holidays and you're going to see them together on New Year's and into the New Year. They haven't been seen together for a while. Like I think they did a Halloween party together and I know yeah. she was at his SNL hosting after party. Yeah. And after that, it's been very sporadic. And it's more of about when he was in LA, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he was with her um, because he's relocated to LA for a while before he even started, you know, the, the situation yeah. with her. He was like in LA. So I'm not sure. But I would assume that Chris Jenner will make sure that this is in the news. So even if they're not confirming yeah. it, you know that a PR release or she will spill the news to the right person. So it spreads because people reported it and it was all over my timeline, like within 10 yeah. minutes of the report coming out. Well, Ricky uh, in the chat mentioned uh, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Like to me, that's a – I might get hate for this, but that's a publicity stunt. They started dating, and now he's on every commercial. He's on every TikTok. Come on. Come on. Come on. I, that um, was a freebie. That was a freebie. Yeah, but, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that relationship. It's weird. It's so I, I always, I will tell you one thing. Like, Bad Bunny and Kendall were very private. Outside of that Gucci campaign, it was just pictures yeah. that people would take when Sometimes they would even enter parties separate. Like, it was, yeah. you barely saw them together. Where at least, if it was a publicity stunt, they were a little bit better about being private about it. Like, yeah. this, a lot of these people, like, beg for privacy and they don't want this. But then they do these things so publicly. Like, this, like this Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey is so freaking public. Yeah. She doesn't have to go to the games. Like, like, go to his mansion and watch him on his big screen and wait for him there. Like, why are you at the games distracting? Like, there's just something about how public they are that yeah. irks me a little bit. And maybe it's because I'm a super private person, too. Like, when it comes to my private life, I am yeah. very guarded. Like, nobody knows what I'm up to, and I love it that way. I don't understand why <laughs> celebrities wouldn't be that way, you know? I got into, like, not an argument, but, like, we got, we got into, like, a little tissel, I would say, with a friend. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this whole thing, and I was like, you know, it's so – it is a publicity stunt because, like, before this, Taylor Swift was never at an NFL game. She was never like, what, and, oh, Taylor Swift is a huge football fan. When was she ever at a game before her, this? Have you ever seen her – how do you know she was a fan of football? She how wasn't. You know? Come on. Come she on. She wasn't. Now she's there like – like a soccer mom, like taking pictures with, like in the in the box with like his family. At least she got to meet Baron, Baron Corbin. Corbin. She got to meet Baron Corbin. That's a big deal for her. Listen, Baron Corbin had a huge week. I saw it and I was like, lucky Taylor Swift. She got to hang out with our dude Baron Corbin. That's that's. Awesome. Let me tell you, that's my guy. That that he's one. I love Baron Corbin. One shout out to Baron Corbin. That guy is. He deserves. You see his puppy passed away recently? That, that broke my heart. That broke my heart. That dog, I remember when he used to do the streams yeah. with Tyler Breeze and Ty Dillinger when they had yeah. their, I think they still have, it was called the Sweets. That dog was always in the background and people in the chat would like make fun, so much fun of him because he's like, oh, it's my puppy. And everybody was like, it's a horse. Like that dog was huge. <laughs> I'm, but, a, um, I'm in the process. I'll, I'll, throw you, I'll throw the chat a little freebie here. Um, uh-huh. I'm in the process of making a fun YouTube video on, on my mm-hmm. channel, not to promote myself or anything, but um, talking about Baron Corbin Yay. and an idea that I have for if he was to come back to the main roster, I'll just throw it out there. I think that Baron Corbin would be an excellent addition to the Judgment Day. That's yeah, I wouldn't hate it. 
I wouldn't hate it. Like but if now Damien, they got, if, if Priest now they leaves, got our truth, so I don't know. If Priest is if Priest leaves and like he he he's out of the group, have that Baron Corbin on a motorcycle. Why would Priest leave? Kick out Finn Balor. Well, listen, Priest. But I'm with you. You can't have the two big guys like they will. Yeah. Come, so. Well, Priest is the most valuable because he's got that contract. So because he's the most valuable, he's the most uh, delicate one. So they got to be careful. Agreed. So if he's, if, if you know, he's the he's he sways the success right now of the group. Plus, he's stepping up as the leader. So I mean, if anybody was to go, he better not lose that contract. We'll see. But how cool would it be seeing Baron Corbin like come out with like the Judgment Day, his motorcycle, and all the cool sh- stuff that he does? Yeah, uh, he, I love his entrance at Deadline. He yeah. looks so badass. Um, but yeah, he he got to hang out with Taylor Swift. So. Not to go on a, on a wrestling rant, but yeah, no, wrestling rants are great. No, but no, no, I agree. I think Baron Corbin could be if Priest is not there. I like it. I actually like it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Taylor Swift is, is so. They're so public compared to what Kendall and Bob Bunny did. And if you start searching them outside of public events that they were invited to, the pictures are very, like, they never even, like, post the pictures together outside of that Gucci campaign, like, you know. So, whatever. You know, we'll see what it is. But you you got a good point. Now you got me thinking. If they never confirmed that we're together, how do we know they're not, they're broken up? Yeah, if maybe it wasn't just Thing if it wasn't ever a Puerto thing, Rico, she's, you know. a thing doesn't necessarily end. You know, you just, like, you just resume it when you have time to see each other. Right? Exactly. He's about to be very busy. His tour is about to kick off. I'm assuming in January he starts training. It starts in February. Yeah. And he's going to be going nonstop until like. And if he summer. does something with WWE. We'll see. Yeah. But uh, that's all the topics for today. What I want to end the show today talking about is because normally we talk about uh, movies and stuff that we watch this week. But since we're in the holiday season, um, Issa, I want to ask, and I want to ask the chat too, because to me, this is very, I could talk for hours about this. We won't, but I can. Uh, do you have any holiday or Christmas songs that are like your number one or like the, the, when you think of Christmas music, what's the number one song and also movies? Like what are your top three? If you have Christmas movies, sorry to throw all that. Oh, Gremlins, The Exorcist. If I had to pick an actual Christmas movie, Elf. Yeah. Elf is king. But I'm not a very Christmassy person. I do have I do love Christmas music, but the Spanish, like what we listen yeah. to here in Puerto Rico. Um yeah. I, I my mom always like couldn't wait till November to start playing that. I remember how annoyed I used to get when I was young. And then when I left Puerto Rico and got older, I missed I missed my mom blaring that freaking music through the speakers. Our traditions are very different. Like we go we do what they call like a parranda, which is yeah. like, I know this is going to sound crazy, but we get a group of people. Somebody got, they got to be able to play instruments and we go to your house in the middle of the night and then we start singing outside. You got to let us sing, feed us, give us alcohol. And then we take the people from that house and we hit the next house. By the end of the I'll night. I'll be a part of that. Right, by the end of the night, when you I get, get to, wake to the you last up and get house. Free food and yeah. No, no, no. It, it's the most fun. <laughs> By the end of the night, when you get to the last house that you're hitting, it went from like a group of 10 to like a group of 30 because people, yeah. as you stop by houses, people just keep joining you and there's a line of cars and you got to figure out how to be sneaky so nobody hears yeah. you. But like our Christmas traditions are very different, but they are so much fun. That's why I always had a hard time 
with Christmas in the States because I feel yeah. it's celebrated. And I don't like your culture is yours, mine is mine, but it's celebrated so different than how we did it that I was like, I felt very out of place. But that, yeah. So I do like the Puerto Rican Christmas music yeah. because we sing it in the middle of the night and get people woken up and oh my God, there's, it's so much fun. Like, you always got to have alcohol. You got to have groceries because you don't know when somebody can hit you yeah. up with that. Um, See, to me, that's fun. That That's yeah. like a fun. I'm like the most, and you know this, I'm the white, I'm part of the whitest family in America. I know. We do like matching pajamas. We have a baking day before Christmas where we that's bake cute. all the cookies and stuff for Christmas. And we watch the movies and drink hot chocolate. It's like out of a movie. And our big day is actually Christmas Eve. Christmas, we're all hungover. Yeah, like that's, we, that's a question I've always wondered because so many different cultures do it. They like they don't do anything like Christmas Eve, and then they do a big, big thing Christmas Day. Some yeah. cultures usually do Christmas Eve, and then Christmas Day they hang out. Being from Florida, was, everyone did Christmas Eve. Yeah, Christmas Eve is our is our. Like Spanish cultures all did Christmas yeah. Eve. Christmas Eve was the big party. When I was little, Christmas Day would be the day where your parents kind of take care of your grandparents and, and you're kind yeah. of like collecting gifts. And yeah. our big gift day is actually Three Kings Day. It's not Christmas. Like my main gift will come on Three Kings Day. Christmas, wow. yes, I will get something, but the Three Kings Day was like, for example, like you guys do the cookies and milk yeah. for Santa. As ridiculous as this sound, we will pick up grass for the camels because the Three Kings were coming and we were leaving. I remember the one time that my dad, my dad told me that the three kings drank beer. So I made my mom buy beer. And he was being a smart ass because, of course, he was the three kings. But yeah. <laughs> I told my mom, I was like, Mom, we, my dad said that we got to leave beers for the kings. And my dad is like, my mom looked at me like this jerk. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's actually funny? Um, my mom used to write the letters from the three kings, right? Uh, you know, awesome. yeah. And that's how I figured out they were real. Because I remember at one age, I was like, why do they write just like my My mom has beautiful... <laughs> Uh, handwriting like gorgeous <laughs> like I actually want uh, my mom tattoo to be written by her because yeah. her handwriting is beautiful so of course it's very particular and yeah. my dad is like the opposite of beautiful so he wouldn't do it because it's unreadable <laughs> but like I remember one year going like the three kings can't write like my mom nobody writes like my mom you know and that's that's yeah. how I found out but three kings day is big for us Christmas Eve is big for us and Christmas we kind of like we're like homebodies on Christmas. We pick up yeah. gifts or people will come visit you, but you're kind of like playing with your toys or or just relaxing yeah. because you stay. we stay up until like 3, 4 a.m. on Christmas yeah. Eve. So Christmas is just a lazy day for us. Well, Christmas Day for us is kind of like New Year's Day where it's like you wake up whatever time, you hang out in your pajamas all day, you watch movies, you do nothing, and then you decide what you want to do for dinner later. Right. It's kind of like an off day. Right. Well, see, with us, you probably have leftovers from Christmas. Eve, exactly. So you're going to be eating leftovers like Thanksgiving, you know, like, like get, pick something from the fridge. I'm not getting off. I, you know, I put the party together last year. Yeah. It's, it's um, yeah, I, it, I never, I guess that's one of the culture shocks that I experienced. Like a lot of times people ask me what were my biggest culture shocks. And it was like, yeah. you don't realize how different we all are in our specific cultures and where we come from. Yeah. Until you're hit with how we celebrate holidays. Now in Puerto Rico, we celebrate the holidays same dates as the state. So at least yeah. there's that. But it's very different. 
it's very different the way that we do things. And I always go through that. Like a lot of times I'll be talking to my friends like you or, or Wrestling Inc. or whatever, and they'll bring up yeah. some references that go right over my head. And I'm like, do you forget that I, I grew up here? I didn't leave Puerto Rico until I was 19. So my yeah. growing up shows, music, everything that I listened to yeah. was completely different than what you went through. You know, so it's just like sometimes I'll be talking about a show and I'm like, I have no idea what you're yeah. talking about. You know, like the peanut butter and jelly, because I never had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich before. Yeah. And I was like, we don't, we don't eat that here, okay? Yeah. Like, we don't do that. <laughs> I grew up with that. <laughs> right. But, but that's the thing. And I think, like, a culture shock for me was the way that people in the United States celebrate Christmas. And I was born and raised Catholic, so there was no Santa Claus. We were yeah. celebrating the birth of Jesus. Damn it, don't you mention Santa Claus around here. <laughs> <laughs> I have Maybe to... Jesus is coming, Joey. Maybe Jesus is on his way. Yeah. I have three favorite... I have a list of favorite Christmas movies, but I'll name my top three. Yeah. Number three, I don't know if you've ever seen it. Um, and a lot of people, surprisingly, have never heard of it. Uh, it's a holiday classic with Tim Allen and Jamie Lee Curtis. It's called Christmas with the Cranks. Oh, it's a good movie. I've seen it. I love that movie. That's like my family. That's our go-to movie for Christmas. Our family. That's cute. That's um, cute. Number two is Elf. Because Elf oh, is classic. So By the way, this year we're celebrating the 20th anniversary of that movie. Crazy to me. That's bonkers. Did you ever know that it was supposed to have a sequel? I always hoped for a sequel. Oh, my God. Well, be knows. glad they didn't do it because the script was terrible. I'm going to send you the link. I, if showed up with my recommended this week, it was like yeah. the Elf sequel that fell apart. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't like the storyline that they have picked out for it. Well, I've seen like recent in the recent years of Will Ferrell saying he would never go back and do another Elf. Like it's he didn't just want not... to do the sequel. That's one yeah. of the reasons why he fell apart. But it's such a classic, so I really don't think you can go back and do every, another. Every movie. once in a while, you have to leave something alone. I don't think yeah. a sequel will work. My number one favorite Christmas movie of all time is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. <laughs> That's a great one. That That's one, a great one. Okay, I respect that your one. Is a classic, like. What happened to Grace? Grace died 30 years ago. Like the whole, everything from that movie is iconic. You want to hear something it. funny? Um, yeah. The 34th Street movie with the lamp. What's that movie called? Miracle on 34th Street. Yeah, whatever. That's the one with the boy who wants the toy, right? I don't know. Anyways. That's, a, that's an older, older movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. the boy, well, everybody watches. Yeah, it. Miracle. Anyways. So I didn't watch that until like a few years ago because I told my ex-fiance at the time, so I've never even seen that movie. He's like, you what? <laughs> That's how different my traditions yeah. are where I was like, I don't even know what you're talking about. So he made me sit down and watch it because they play it on a channel like 24 hours straight. I was yeah. like, why, why are we doing this? Oh, you got my <laughs> Christmas story. Yeah, that one, that one, that one. You'll shoot your eye out, kid, with the gun? Yeah, 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 that one. Christmas I just story. watched that like less than 10 years ago for the first yeah. time. Another good one, underrated, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jingle All the Way. That's okay. not that's my number four. You've never I'm, seen it? Mm-mm. Oh, well, I man. need to. I'll write it down. So it's an old, it's from the 90s. It's about, it's about uh, um, a guy has a family. His little kid wants this. It's called a Turbo Man doll. He wants his action figure. It's the number one toy of the season. And he goes on this hunt to find a toy, and he can't find it anywhere. And he's like, searching the city for the toy and he's he goes to a whole thing to find the toy to make his kid happy because he's like not a good dad or something i don't know 
It's uh, today you would just go on Amazon and buy the toy and have it shipped and delivered right. before Christmas. But it's a, a classic with Arnold Schwarzenegger, probably one of my favorite movies of his. Uh, you know, um, you know what? Here in Puerto Rico, Amazon, like the Prime has gotten a lot better from, I think we discussed this back on the video yeah, we, we started doing this, that it would take like weeks, yeah. but they got better and it's coming like within days, but it's still not guaranteed. So the one thing that I will say is, and this is not during just the holiday season, it's just all year long in general. Yeah. A lot of people in Puerto Rico do regular shopping just to be yeah. guaranteed. So I do, well, it's a pain in the ass for parking. I do love going to the malls and like they go all out with the decorations. You have the Santas, but yes. they're packed. Like when we grew up and the mall yep. was the place to be, that's how the malls are here all the time. Like here I remember too. seeing an argument on Twitter the other day where people were like, nobody goes to the mall anymore. And I'm like, speak for yourself. Yeah. The mall, I think Puerto Rico alone. On Black Friday. Yeah, Puerto Rico alone keeps retail going because we go in person because like you can't trust it. Like I order on Amazon. I remember I used to order everything. Now yeah. Amazon is if I don't need it anymore. For example, I just upgraded my phone, but it's yeah. been shipped. So I was like, okay, well, I ordered the case and the and the screen protector on Amazon because they're both going to take this to come. And I got so, it for the phone. I, yeah, but if it's something that I need, I was telling you about the light because I yeah. went and bought it in person because it's like there's some things. Anyways, the whole point that I wanted to make is that the mall industry here is huge still. They get packed on the weekends and yep. they go all out with the decorations, with the Santa. We had the biggest mall in the entire Caribbean area and I went recently. Oh, when I went shopping for Survivor Series clothes because yeah. they have the Express, they have the more American stores with that fashion. I was, I saw Santa, the mall was like all decorated. I was like, I love this because that did bring me back to when I grew up. And in, like in the States, that kind of died down a little bit with people not going to the mall anymore. So I will yeah. say the shopping aspect of it, like going shopping for other people, like breaking it's your fun. brain about what you're going to get them and this and yeah. that. The other, it was so funny. I went the other day and like walked around. Thank God they don't watch this. But after walking for like two hours, I was like, I'm going to get them gift cards. I was trying to get a little something for my glam squad. You know, my lash yeah. girl, my nails girl, because they deserve it. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm walking around. I just couldn't think of anything. And I'm like, gift cards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I got tired. I got tired yeah. of walking around. <laughs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> but, but yeah, um, the shopping, the shopping is one of my favorite parts of Christmas. The in-person shopping. I'm I'm the type of person that I love. I won't ask you what you want unless it's like a thing that like I know that you want. Yeah. I'm the type of person that I will get you the most thoughtful gift. Like I'll I will come up with something that you like you will like fall apart opening. Like you'll be like, oh my god, this is the most thoughtful gift I ever got. That's, oh, that's sweet. I'm, I'm I'm thoughtful with my gifts. So like no pressure for our birthday gifts for our birthday party that nobody's attending. Yeah. <laughs> if we don't find a place to stay. <laughs> Look at me. Hey. I don't want to talk about the robot booking. Okay, we're working on it. We'll, we will we'll have it at an find a place to stay. We will, we'll have it on Applebee's. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get free Bro, drinks. Bro, if we do it on Applebee's, people will show up because they probably know that I will do that kind of crap. Yeah. that Honestly, <laughs> it's on brand for us. Yeah, it is. I love it. <laughs> but if we do an Airbnb, I think I think yeah. we should do what we discussed on my chat yesterday where you make something Italian, make something Puerto Rican, yeah. we do a layout. Hey, you know? I'll, cook, I'll cook you Italian, huh? Okay, Tony D. <laughs> I'm the family. <laughs> yeah, but I I like the the thoughtfulness of yeah. a of a gift. You know, like I do the what do you want at this point just for my baby niece because yeah, parents know better. And even that, 
when I saw her wish list that her mom made or my nephew's husband, my wife made a list. Yeah. And I saw that because she, I don't know if I told you this, but she's three now and she's obsessed with calling me, but to talk to Roman. She's like, Titi, hi. She's like, where's Roman? Immediately, right? <laughs> so I saw in the wish list that she had like this vet kid that came with the outfit, the dog and all that. And I was yeah. like, oh, that has to be the gift from me because she calls yeah, me to talk dog. to my dog. So even in that case where I, I didn't just pick the first thing in the list. I like went yeah. through only through the list to see what made the most sense to be from me. But yeah, I, I can't wait. They, they'll probably send me a video of her opening it. And that, that it's about the kids too. People forget really it's about the kids. And we haven't had a kid in the family in a while because my nephews are all grown. So we're all yep. excited to see Amari open her gifts. <laughs> That's how we are. This it's very it's a very weird time because like my youngest cousin is almost 10. So it's like there's no Yeah. There's no little kid. There's no little kids anymore. Everyone's grown. Like my I have cousins that are in their late 40s now. Like Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going to be 31 and it's like damn, like time flew. And yeah, like because with us now. you do the thoughtful gift, we open it and yeah. everybody now everyone wants and like flippers and, start, and skincare. Right. And you <laughs> Oh my God. I saw a, a TikTok this morning and it was like this t-shirt. I'm going to send it to you. This yeah. t-shirt asked his students what to buy people in their 30s. Yeah. And the responses were hilarious. Like one said like a heated blanket because their muscles hurt. Another one said wrinkle yeah. creams. The other yeah. one said a Panera gift card because they love oh, everything. And I was like, I'm like why is this lemonade. so accurate? Like, <laughs> Did you hear about that lemonade from Panera Bread? No, killing people. <laughs> it's killing people in these streets. The charged lemonade. I it's got too much that. caffeine. It's not going to come close to the, Ch- the Chick-fil-A lemonade slaps. It, it's killing people. You know, they have, it has, because they're not, they weren't telling people how much caffeine was in it. They thought they were drinking. Listen, lemonade is thirst quenching. And kids. Lemonade is thirst quenching. So you'll be ordering a large and refilling it because you don't think there's any caffeine in it. Lemonade is killing people in 2023. It's close to people that it's like an energy drink lemonade. It's not your normal lemonade. Oh, Joey, man. the other day, speaking of charged lemonade, lemonade, the I'm other day, something. listen, <laughs> charge these nuts. Anyways, yes, I'm a grown up. <laughs> the other day, so I don't know if I told you this, but Chick fil A is still fairly new in Puerto Rico. Like, I think we only have four open. Yeah. And I'm lucky enough that two of them are in my city. I told you, I hate it, but it's convenient. We have everything. Yes. But it's still like crazy lines, you know, because it's new. new. Yeah. I did the drive through line the other day just for lemonade. Even the worker looked at oh, me man. like, what are you doing? You should have gotten free like, chicken nuggets just for being there. I, well, I'm, I'm being careful because of everything oh, in my yeah. stomach. So I'm I trying to stick with it. But I really yeah. was craving eliminate from there and the inside was just as bad so i'm like might as well stick in the car i have roman listen to music but i swear to you i pulled up and i'm like medium lemonade and he looked at me like these guys are overworked it's been that (laughs) packed for months yeah he looked at me like that's what you want that's it i'm like yeah he looked at me like you just waited on that line for a lemonade i'm like is that good their lemonade is really freaking good okay (laughs) you gotta see if you could buy it in the supermarket I never seen it unless they probably in the states, but here probably. But they sell yet. their sauces. I've seen their sauces like in Walmart and stuff like that. You can okay. buy the secret sauce that they use. It never tastes the same, and they have the, the their ice is crunched differently. Like it's not like the, the kids. little it's the like little balls. Crunchy. Oh my god! The and I'm the milk. kind of I'm the friend that eats the ice from the glass. Me too. So the uh, the ice has to be a certain yep. way, and I'll sit there like a. I'm specific with my ice. 
The, uh, yeah, I am too. And if you, another place here that has really good eyes is Arby's. Like I'll pull in there just to ask for a small Arby's. Coke. Just, fries? just, just for, no, just, I, I'm, listen, I have a stomach condition, so I pull up for the drinks. Yeah. But Arby's, I just ask for a small Coke just to eat the ice afterwards. Like yeah. I just want the cup with ice, but I'm not going to go through the drive-thru to ask for that, you know, but get it. yeah, I'm that friend that after she drinks her drink, you hear the, he <laughs> <laughs> drives my dad crazy. <laughs> it's the anemia though. Like I had to yeah. rub that on my dad's face after I grew up when he's like, it's actually a condition where somebody's yeah. like, I crave I crave it to the point that yeah. I bought the but it's not the same. I bought the ice trays that makes it crunchy. Yeah. It's not the same. FYI, it's not the same. These people have crack mm. in their eyes. And <laughs> charged lemonades, apparently. Charged lemonade. Oh man. Isa, I think that's that does it for our show today. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about? I just want to wish everybody that supported us. Uh, we'll do the New Year's Eve speech next week, but the holidays, yeah. I celebrate them. If you are just, 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 if you're by yourself, call your loved ones because I've been there. I celebrate the holidays by myself. But if not, just don't forget what it's about. Yes, the opening gifts is fun and all that, but yeah. it's just about having your loved ones and spending time with them and all that. So I just want to wish everybody in the chat Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever it is that you celebrate. If you don't celebrate, then forget about what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like even if you don't celebrate, you know, the holidays, I think it's important to not only like during the holidays, but throughout your whole year, like to really to be present as much as you possibly can, whether that's getting off your phone a little more or just connecting with the people around you, friends, family, whatever, even like like your Amazon driver or your nail tech or like your hair person, you know, like everyone has feelings. Everyone is a human. So like. It it, it it you never know what people are going through but you never life know is too also. short tomorrow's no guarantee so be present yeah. is such beautiful advice joey be present in those moments i've really learned that specifically this year it's been like a like a tough I year know. in that sense then to be more present and to to some people think it's it's being a little morbid it's i guess it's how you it's say tough. it but to live every moment as if like this was your last day you know, so many people go with this mentality that, oh, I'll do that next week. Or I'll do that next no. month or next year. Like, I, I don't know when I can do that. I have no time for that. Saying you have no time is like the worst thing you could put out into the universe. But to tell yourself, like. Yeah, I, um, I, I saw my mom at this time last year, like barely being able to move. And we yeah. went through all the treatments and the chemo and just to see the improvement just yeah. gave me a whole new life on those moments with my mom. I don't take them for yeah. granted. And it's like really weird because my mom was the athlete and she never drank, never smoked, like one of the healthiest people that I know. So I never sat down and processed the thought of something happening to my mom because she's healthy. Look at her. She's a badass, you know? So <laughs> Mama uh, Diva. yeah, that year that I went through with her and being there for her meant the world to me, but seeing everything and now seeing her recover, yeah. I will tell you, I come to a point where I just drop things to be with her. If I have a chance to do something with her, especially because now she's getting back into the mood of wanting to go out and wanting to do things yeah. where she couldn't throughout her treatments and all that. So now yeah. she's like, oh, I kind of feel like going out. I'm like, whatever, let's do it. Because I never processed and I feel like I was giving a chance to not only process that, but I'm giving a second chance of spending yeah. extra time with her um so you gotta you gotta think of all those things you gotta think of all those yeah. things and be present and enjoy those moments and yeah. and yeah that's what it's all about it's all about yeah. spending time with the family man yeah i get i 
people tell me all the time, like, Joe, you, you spend too much time with your family. Like, what do you, you're always no. like, you're, I'm like, you've never, you've maybe never faced a situation where like you learn that you want to, first off, as you get older, you value your, and we've talked about this on the show before, you value your time more and you, by valuing your time more, you give it to those who you care and love. Correct. I was going to say, it's not even about valuing your time also. It's about your circle gets so much smaller. Then you really appreciate the few people you have in that circle. I spent 20 years outside of Puerto Rico, not close to my parents. So now I try to make up for all the time that I didn't have. And now that I live here, I'm not close to my nephews. So when I tell you, hey, I'm out out visiting my nephews, you know, I'm not going to stream. I'm not going to do any of that. I could. And they will be like, yeah, we're okay with that. But I want to spend time with them. I don't see them every day. Of course. Um, yeah, it's just it's just important, and and I love you, Joey, and I wish you a happy home. I'm so excited to see you at the Rumble. I cannot wait either. I love you. I, you know, I appreciate you more than anything. In you the Rumble, I'm going to convince you to take that trip to Puerto Rico, though. I might, I might have to. No, you I think it's to. important too. Like Isa, Isa deserves so many like like her flowers. Like you're out here doing this thing, and. Now that I've been in this industry for a little while, I see the people who are, I see them for who they are. You know what I mean? I have no problem. And you're the same way. I have no problem saying I don't like that person just because I I can see the fakeness in their (laughs) persona. You know what I mean? I have no problem with that too. You know, (laughs) you are one of those people who, who just like you show up, you work, you have fun, but you're yourself. And at the end of the day, I don't see Dave LaGreca going up to everybody and saying, hey, Isa, I love what you do. I still can't. I, st- I still can't. He's done that to me like three times and I still get choked every time it happens. I, I saw I was with you. I People come up to you that we only wish to be like, to aspire to be like right. one day. And they know you. They know your stuff. Like you're doing it. You're doing it well. And the biggest thing about it is that you are authentically yourself. And that is the biggest thing I, you know, I could easily change myself to fit into this industry and to get opportunities. You get that stuff by being yourself. I think that's so cool. And so like inspiring to not only other people in the industry, but to women in the industry, because we're seeing so much more of them. And I'm not trying to kiss your ass here, but it's the truth. And I think I you appreciate deserve, those you your, your I, get, I get a lot of like BS because of like my wash alongs or I joke a lot. And I've always say, hey, what I do in my wash alongs, I want to be a distraction for people. We're watching wrestling yeah. and having fun without yeah. going on social media. Because social media can kill it. And oh, and a lot of times I get a lot of BS because if you watch my wash alongs, you watch my interviews or what I do in Wrestling Inc., it's all completely different because it's a yeah. different thing that I'm doing. But like, a lot of people tell me I don't take it seriously. And I'm like, I dedicate my life to wrestling right now. Don't tell me I don't take it seriously. Don't the take it fact seriously. that you I like to have online. fun. Yeah, the fact that I like to have fun when I watch my wrestling, that's a whole different atmosphere. So those words from you and other people that have approached me 
Yeah. Like it, they really mean a lot because I do get a lot of negativity because of the way that I act or the way that I am or or other things that I do with my other sidekicks, you know, and I'm like, that doesn't take away the dedication that I put into it. And I feel the same way about you. I told you this. I you are goals when it comes to how you handle your social media and your graphics <laughs> and your and your videos, your TikToks are incredible. So I've Thank always you. I kind of knew we would click just from yeah. the first show that we ever did together. But I actually really look forward to it's really funny because you create a tiny little family within the wrestling media. And like yeah. I feel like it's a little reunion. All these big shows that we all get to see each other yeah. hang out because it's, it's like it's like a different part of your job. And you yeah. are there for work, but you're also like, oh, my God, I'm going to get to see, you know, Joey. We're going to hang yeah. out and all that. So that's why I was so upset time. about Survivor Series. I was like, I don't get to see like Isa and like my people. I didn't like- help that by texting you at 3 a.m. with <laughs> pictures telling you you should have been here. <laughs> All like laying in bed. At least like, you know, at least you know that I was sitting there having drinks with a bunch of cool people, and I was thinking of you, Joey. Yes, Come on. That, see, Come that on. is the best. That's the best gift of all this holiday season. Yeah, I probably woke up and saw that half day going this bitch. <laughs> but anyway, I think that uh, this upcoming year, I'm so positive about it. I'm so like. I have so much like faith and I, I believe so much in the things that we're going to do, but just in general, I think it's going to be a good year. This year wasn't a, a good year for a lot of people, myself included. Um, so I think that this holiday season, like we, what we kind of talked about for the last 20 minutes, be present, uh, tell the people you love that you love them. You don't know when the last opportunity will be to do that and just really soak it in. Because like you said, like comparing it to last year, seeing the change in your mom, like this is what this season is all about is being with the people you love and having those memories like, Oh, this year we're going to do this. Cause last year we did this and the year before we did, there's so many things to build off of this season. Cause you get to be with the family. Yeah. You know, just, just embrace it and, and, and enjoy it. And I hate the people that are just like, Oh, that's cheesy. Or like, that's, that's weird. Do it all. Take the pictures, do everything because you never know when you're going to regret it. Amen. Hallelujah. I have no better words to close the show. Next week, recap of the craziest news of 2023. If something crazy happens this week, we'll cover it, obviously. But next yeah. week, we're going to focus on the craziest news from the last year. It's going to be our recap. And this is our last show of the year. But for now, I hope everybody has a fantastic holiday. And we love you guys. Thank you for always showing up in the chat and supporting us. Absolutely. Thank you guys for another great episode. Isa, can't do it without you. You're the best person to do this with. And uh, damn you with those hearts because I can't Because do I'm it. Snow White, don't forget. <laughs> You're Snow White. I didn't hear the birds today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very much. And we'll see you next week. Happy holidays. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Click the subscribe button and find out what it means to me. Now nah, that doesn't have a ring to it. But if you like videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, subscribe now.